Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Greetings, Grapple fans. Welcome to another installment of uh, all things WWE uh, right here on the, the Pro Wrestling Index. On the uh, This is your Anfield Index podcast channel. There you go. Bit of a mouthful, got it all out. Uh, Andy Wills here, joined this evening once again by uh, partner in crime right now. Uh, Guy Drinkle, that, does that make, is that crime time? What was that? Oh, God. Remember them? <laughs> hey, they were terrible. The they were pretty terrible. A bit like us, really. Oh, that's a, <laughs> a bit harsh. Does that mean more carries the show? <laughs> or are we the brothers of destruction? In a bad sense. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're not the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, with a BWO. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well. Well, it's... um. Oh, it's pay-per-view weekend again. I mean, we haven't had one in, what, two weeks? Oh, it's it's seen such a long time, isn't it's it? almost allowed stories to develop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember the old days when we used to have a pay-per-view once a month? How oh, did we get through it? I don't know. I mean, you're getting your money. Well, you're not really getting your money's worth, but you're getting some worth for your t- nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, looking at this card... You're not getting your money's worth. You're really not. <laughs> if you're if you're paying via pay per view in America, then I well I question your sanity. And if you're actually paying to be there in the audience, um, I, I guess you're just paying to go and see the Shield reunion because there ain't too much else happening. I'm sure there's plenty um, of tickets available. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite possible. I mean, uh, this has been a bit of a trend lately. I know that it's been quite sort of well hidden, but you. When when they do the uh, the shot of the arena as they do early on, take the a look at cam. the yeah do do take a look at the the upper standings because um, I think it was at the last pay per view where it was noted that um, there was rather a lot of empty seats. So uh, yeah, it's it's uh, maybe maybe they're just uh, burning people up a little bit too much here. Uh, so yeah, it's a TLC this weekend, so we're going to preview that tonight. Uh, go through a little bit of uh, Raw as well, because obviously a few little things to talk about with that. But before we do, we'll start with SmackDown, because a couple of things in there. First one being, we've had the follow-up now from the the whole 
Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn thing. And I've got to say, I'm I'm really loving it. That this new uh, coat of paint on Sami Zayn, I think, is so refreshing. Getting to see a different side of Sami of Sami Zayn, and we're seeing Sami Zayn can deliver promos. That you know, this guy can deliver promos, and it looks like he looks reinvigorated. Not just you know him playing a character, but he looks reinvigorated by this. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, he is, uh, well, he's on fire at the moment, isn't he? I mean, his, uh, his promo the week after Hell in a Cell was perfect, and his, uh, follow, um, one this week with, uh, Daniel Bryan was perfect. I mean, he's still trying to portray, well, as he said, he's, he's still the same guy, but there's just a different edge to him. And, um, just the undercurrents of his pre, of his, uh, promo with uh, Daniel Bryan when he literally just took the piss out of his uh, ended now ended or soon to be re- reignited career should I say rather than ended um, yeah, it yeah was, just it to was, take the piss out of Daniel Bryan who he, he said he has similarities to and there is certain similarities there but you could never see Daniel Bryan where he obviously started off as a heel um, but he, you never really saw that again especially when he got into uh, his big hype and you've seen with Sami Zayn that he may be even more of a natural heel in the first. Mm, it was, uh, you know, there were some little biting comments in there. A few, you know, well, well written, well directed comments. I thought that it was really nicely done. Uh, I've heard a couple of people say, you know, uh, why, why Sami Zayn still coming out to the same music? They'll have to change the Scar music up because it doesn't really fit a heel character. You know, and the whole thing of him coming out doing the dancing and the, the smiling and everything like that. And it's like, you know, that that's not a heel character. It doesn't fit. And actually, it goes so far as to say, actually, you know what? It kind of does because the the character that he's become, it's it's like he's mocking the fans. So at this stage, I'm sure it may well be that they do change his 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 music and he does kind of drop that part of it from his act. But I think in these early weeks of it, it's like he's mocking the fans and, and I think it just kind of adds fuel to the fire and the heat that he's trying to get from the crowd. Yeah, I fully agree. I mean, as I said, he's kind of playing a very similar character, but there's just a, there's just another twist on him. But yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not really necessary to change um, the way they really present him or, or his music. It's, He's the same bloke, really. I mean, we've not. There isn't much to change because obviously we haven't really seen anything of Sami Zayn um, or anything of a note from Sami Zayn probably since last year. Um, so I think it. I think it. I think it still suits the character because he's not. He's not exactly just turned into Kevin Owens, where he's a bit of a lunatic and more aggressive. He's still a bit dopey bloke who just comes out bouncing about, but does just. I don't know, there's just some aura around him and Kevin Owens, obviously they have great chemistry, um, both in the ring and out the ring as we've seen previously, but there's there's just an aura of um, twattishness <laughs> about him now, isn't there? <laughs> I like that, that's a, yeah, that's a nice way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it does, it works, it's... That's the thing that they say, you know, the, the the most convincing heel turns are the ones where they don't suddenly completely change their character mm. overnight. It's that it's that subtle change and it's that slightly different viewpoint of of saying the same things and seeing the same things, but seeing them slightly differently, you know. And it's 
and that subtlety makes it more convincing and and the promos he's given have been fantastic and it does you know it's that little tiny little things i've just seen it like he was right you know this and that and they, I, I think they've done it really really well i think he's you know it's been brilliant for him he's doing it brilliantly and again it's just another thing for kevin owens and and kevin owens is just he's just a delight to watch as a as a long time wrestling fan kevin owens is an absolute delight to watch in in every way possible. I like his work in the ring. I love his aggressive stuff. He adds a level of nastiness. Uh, his promos are superb. His character is so well developed. Uh, but and it's the other little things in there as well. You know the way that he's the things that he shouts out. You know he's he's almost like he's commentating on his own matches at times. It's he's he's a he's you know like a classic heel character. He, he's fantastic. I. I like I say, as a long-time fan, I, he's just the kind of guy I absolutely love watching. I think he's he's fantastic, and it, it's great to see them two working so well together. Like you said, they really do have that natural chemistry, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, it's um, Kevin Owens is for me. He's the real future of WWE, and as long as I can keep him happy. It, they're going to have a, a, a megastar in there. I mean, I've, when you were speaking there, I was trying to think who I can compare him to. I mean, there's a little bit of Edge, there's a little bit of Randy Orton, there's a little bit of even, like, monster heels like Kane and so forth. I mean, there's just a bit of uh, lunacy. I mean, there's even a bit of, like, Cactus Jack and stuff in there. I mean... Uh, there's the, I think there's, 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 there's good endless. bits of Stone Cold in there as mm. well for me. Mm. I think he's the closest they've got in terms of uh, a character and someone who can who can deliver... And carry himself in the way that Stone Cold did. Uh, obviously, not phys- in, you know doesn't physically resemble him, but mm. I, I just nailed on money. And yeah. and somewhere down the line, I don't know how long it will be, but at some point down the line, the crowd will get behind him so much that they'll just have to turn him. And and if they do it right, he he will be you know he will go from being monster heel to monster babyface. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, Stone Cold and even people like CM Punk, they weren't exactly portrayed as like John Cena, super babyface, and all this. But there is there is stuff like there that, that I mean, Stone Cold didn't obviously play um, a normal face either. But if you look at Stone Cold and CM Punk, there is very much potential in uh, a Kevin Owens to be that anti-establishment face type thing, and obviously his feud with. Uh, Shane McMahon, obviously he's the heel in that in that one, but obviously you can see he could probably easily work that on the other side. I mean, not right now, but he can easily have um, have him feud with Triple H or something like that later down the line. But yeah, his 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 um, potential is just absolutely limitless at the moment, and I'm start I'm starting to think not as high, but you can see similar potential in. Um, Sami Zayn, obviously he's he's not had a as a uh, successful run in the main roster, but if this if this partnership or relationship with Kevin Owens propels him up to a similar footing as a uh, Kevin Owens, I mean these two these could these two could have an iconic feud in in the modern era that we've not really seen. I mean we've had Austin and Rock. I mean. Just Cena Orton. It was very overly done, but it was iconic to a certain degree. Cena Edge. I mean, we've seen 
some iconic ones, but there's not really been memorable. And this this could be memorable for uh, for in ring reasons and just for actual having a relationship in and outside of the ring. This could this this new thing could be the start of two very very successful careers. Mm. But you mentioned um, iconic, you know, I- iconic pairings and iconic oh, clashes. Um, <laughs> you know what's coming, don't you? <laughs> See, I could have gone with the segue of you go from un- unlimited, uh, where you go from the <laughs> unlimited to very much limited. Um, now, we also had on SmackDown a challenge from... Jinder Mahal, or Jinder Juice, as I once christened him, to uh, to Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, champion versus champion. Oh God, champion versus champion. Yes, he's still the WWE champion. Beast versus Jobber. What? I mean, really? <laughs> Steroid football I mean, match. Oh Jesus! This is how painful is this going to be? I mean. Like I suggested, are we going to get ten minutes of three moves? Well, there's not going to be three moves from Jinder, is it? <laughs> um, and that's just because he doesn't have any more in his repertoire. Um, yeah, it, if it goes ten minutes, I mean, I'd imagine eight of that would be the entrances. <laughs> um, but you've seen, this is just the most pointless match ever. I mean, it's going to headline. Survivor Series, which is probably one of the big four pay-per-views. Um, I, as you said um, before we started recording, Andy, I mean, looking to possibly expand on the brand versus brand thing that they obviously started last year with the big match. Um, so maybe they, maybe they end up doing IC title versus US title and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, th- this is the most horrendous way to... Uh, start this if it's going to be a common theme because if they have Jinder Mahal have be any sort of danger to Brock Lesnar it, it buries every star on Raw I mean it kills well it, it wouldn't but you get what I mean I mean it would make Braun Strowman look weak it would make Randy Orton look weak who obviously got like destroyed by Brock Lesnar only a year ago it'd make Joe, well, uh, Samoa Joe look weak. Yeah, sense. but it's 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 all about that Indian market. It seems for for the WWE because they've already sacrificed. I'd rather, uh, I'd rather they've the already great sacri- Carly, I'd rather the great Carly come back and fight Lesnar. Yeah, but they've already sacrificed Shinsuke Nakamura for for trying to make Jinder Mahal look strong. Uh, it looks like now they're lining up AJ Styles to be the next guy who can lose clean to Jinder Mahal, <laughs> and and it's like. I'm sorry, and not look, no disrespect to Jinder. You know, I guess he, I'm sure he works incredibly hard to, to, uh, to you know, to get where he's got and, and, you know, and a decent pro and everything like that. But he's, his promos are, are okay. He's carried himself quite well. Um, but Just he's very, him, very, he lim- all right. <laughs> yeah, but he, he is, he's very, very limited in the ring and, and the way he's been portrayed for being portrayed for years and years, it's just not convincing, and it's not. It just doesn't feel legitimate, and people know it isn't. And in and I think it's done damage to the brand. It's done damage to the title, and I don't think it's really helped Jinder too much because people haven't really took him seriously. 
I think if it had been a long reign as a US champion, it probably would have got more from that because the eyes of the world and the pressure and expectation is not so much on that title, yet he would still be in the limelight as the champ as a champion. You know what I mean? It still would have been significant. It still would have meant something, but it wouldn't. He wouldn't have been so harshly judged. I don't think as 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 being in possession of the main title. You know, the most prestigious title in the business, as they keep uh, telling as it is. So it's <clears throat> whatever they do. I mean, either they bury him, and it's another guy that just loses easily to to Lesnar, which makes everyone on SmackDown look ridiculous, or you know, is this another guy that sacrificed to Jinder Mahal just to to try and convince everyone that we have that he is a strong champion? I mean, it's uh, it's yeah, it's not something I don't think anybody's really going to look forward to. I mean, like you say there was rumours at the weekend that they were going to they were planning to do this, and obviously it's come to fruition with him making the challenge. And and from that, yeah, there's also rumours that we could could be in line for a lot of cross promotion matches, which as we said beforehand, it does make sense because in a way that it makes the Survivor Series different. You know, give us something a bit different. Why, you know, why should we watch this rather than the stuff we're watching every week on TV anyway? And the pro, you know, the pay-per-views that we get every two or three weeks, it makes it a bit different and throws up something different for us to watch, something potentially interesting. So, I mean, what what other kind of matches do you think? you know, could grab people. What about, you know, maybe the Shield versus New Day or something like that? Yeah, I think that's the best show. I mean, I was trying to think um, who could feud with Corbin. That would probably be interesting, but you're not going to exactly see Miz versus Corbin, are you? But yeah, I think that's probably the best shout, really. I mean, New Day versus Shield, as I, I think I said um, last week, there's not really a natural um, feud for the Shield, is there? Um, but yeah, New Day versus The Shield is just absolutely printed, printing money. And uh, <laughs> the only bad thing about that is it probably wouldn't be the main event to Lesnar versus uh, um, Jinder. But yeah, I mean, you could probably throw any match together. I mean, AJ Styles versus um, Finn Balor, that could be good. Um, yeah. What about what about Cesaro and Sheamus versus you? Uh, not the the Usos, yeah. Sorry, that, the Usos. Be, yeah. That's it. That, it's it. All these different that. type of yeah, all these different type of matches that we you know matches that we've not seen for a while. It's this is an opportunity to throw them up, isn't it? It, it could be. It could be that it makes it a really interesting pay per view and something that people will really look forward to seeing. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean. It's uh, especially the big match. And forget, because... ab- <laughs> and forget about the, the main event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, I think the best thing about doing um, interpromotional um, rosters is that you can uh, carry a terrible main event. Um, but I think the main, the main, uh, the main match for Survivor Series where it'll be Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. That'll be quite interesting because Team SmackDown. Um, I imagine will be quite heel heavy, especially if if Owens and Sammy would be the core captain kind of thing. I imagine you'd probably be seeing like Rusev and stuff on there, so it'd, it'd be quite interesting, really, to see how that plays out. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be a good pay per view, just marred by a, a couple of really bad match. I mean, the the uh, women's big match never really uh, blows anyone away, does it? I mean. Um, 
and that the the rumored main event. Ho- <laughs> Hopefully, AJ somehow gets the title beforehand because AJ versus Brock could be interesting. They'll probably just feed him to Lesnar if so, but it'd be much more interesting than Jinder versus Lesnar in a steroid on a pole match. <laughs> hey, imagine that. Yeah, that's it. You could have the women, the women of Raw. You know, four or five women from Raw versus four or five women in SmackDown. Four or five men from Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, we we mentioned there a couple of tag team matches ask, in there. Ask Ob- Charlotte, maybe. Yeah, you know that's it. We've got the the obviously the top of the card. There's the champion versus champion, all that. All round, it it could be a really good pay per view. But uh, I guess we're getting a little bit carried away. You know, we're looking looking at a pay per view that excites put, us. Just trying to put off the crap. We're just tra- <laughs> yeah, we're we're just trying to deny the inevitable, <laughs> which is TLC, tables, ladders, chairs, and I still remember when that actually started uh, with the Hardys, uh, Edge and Christian, and the when, Dudleys, when and obviously, <laughs> yeah, the the SummerSlam, the first ever one, and then the, the WrestleMania. You know, absolutely fantastic. Brilliant matches. They were different. They were unique. They were exciting. I think gimmick pay-per-views take a little bit of an edge off the actual gimmick of the match, and it, we've seen so many that it doesn't it doesn't feel exciting, and it doesn't feel like you know we're going into TLC matches because you know this is the journey that's got us there. It's just kind of thrown together, and and let's be honest, the card feels. Like, other than a couple of matches that we've, you know, they've, they've kind of built it around. It is pretty much thrown together. It's a, it is lackluster at best. Let's be honest. I mean, pretty sure Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks. I don't see what this does for Sasha. Um, putting her back in with Alicia Fox again. What does she get from this? I, I'm, I'm perplexed by this one, guy. Um. The best thing about it is that not many people watch it because it's on the pre-show. <laughs> and not many people will witness it. But yeah, I mean, unless they're trying to make Alicia Fox into something genuine. They've had 10 years and they haven't yeah. managed it. It ain't I happening, mean, guys. It ain't happening, yeah. I'm afraid. Far I mean, more, to, there's, there's, at least, there's at least 15 more talented women on the roster than her. Well, there's rumours that Nia Jax is... Uh, um, Left for a wee bit. Um, so maybe they're just trying to fill Nia Jax's spot with Alicia Fox. I mean, unsuccessfully. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not really a like for like, is there? But yeah, I mean, no. I think no. it's just, I think it's just trying to fill Sasha. I mean, we've all been wanting that uh, heel turn for a while now, but possibly just waiting for the right moment on it. But yeah, I mean, it's just a hard. Most of the women's division on Raw is now just a big malaise, isn't it? I mean, yeah, uh, we'll we'll get onto the title match, but it's not exactly yeah, that's, the most well, that's interesting. It. Yeah, well, I mean, the title match, yeah, we'll do that. I mean, because, like you say, the only thing that can save uh, Alicia Fox versus Sasha Banks is if it's actually used towards, uh, as part of a turn for Sasha, then 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 maybe. But other, other than that, it's it, pointless, it seems to me. But anyway, yeah, the title match you mentioned, Alexa Bliss defending against Mickey James, um... One of the worst builds again, you know, built around old insults. I mean, is this really oh, what you want to be telling your your audience that one? We of haven't seen this before with old? Mickey James, have we? Yeah. <sighs> she, that, was bullied, yeah. she was bullied out of the company in the <laughs> back in the day. Um, she she's a very good performer, but she's not been. 
presented very well since her return. And, and again, this mental. is... Yeah. Came back as mental, then not mental, then southern, then a bit mental, and now she's feuding for the women's title because someone called her old. <laughs> That's about yeah. it. It's a really weird one. I mean, it's, it is just a filler feud till there's something uh, um, more interesting. But yeah, I mean, it'll probably be an alright match. I mean, Mickey James, obviously, she's she's had a Hall of Fame career, really, hasn't she? I mean, she was kind of there um, towards the end of uh, Trish and Lita and stuff like that. And she, yeah, she was, yeah. She, she, she'll I mean, certainly she, be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, she she fought, fought Trish for the title. Trish mm. Stratus, you know, towards the end of her career, but yeah, very good performer, but this is um, th- this is not one I'm looking forward to. I've got to say, uh, and I certainly don't expect the ch- the title to change hands. No, I mean that'd probably just be a, a kick in the teeth, really. Um, but yeah, I mean Alexa Bliss is doing a very good job as champion. I mean, there's not a lot to as I think this kind this match kind of just sums up the problems that there is having a split women's division. But there isn't a lot there, and you're kind of relying on. I don't want to say the old guard because we just took, we just said it's a bit crap build to call her old. But yeah, I mean, for having Mickey James rushed into a, a title match feud is a bit desperate, even though, as we keep saying, Mickey James is a very good performer, but it is all a bit rushed, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, this kind of summarizes bigger problems in the women division. Yeah, because I mean, the, the real interest in terms of the the women. Performing at this event is Asuka, who's going to be fighting Emma. I think her taking on Emma makes sense. You know, they're going to feed her a first opponent. They don't want to give her someone too high profile, you know, like to Bailey and Sasha, throwing throwing them in front of her to lose. It doesn't make sense. It's too soon while Bliss has got the title. Emma, for me, it makes sense. How they got to that was a bizarre one. A battle royal for the chance to fear to face someone who everyone's supposed to be fearing. <laughs> you know, it's just a very strange, strange booking. But especially when uh, Emma had uh, a long-standing feud on NXT, where her and Dana Brooke just got the absolute crap beaten out of them for months. <laughs> yeah, well, that didn't exist. Remember? Oh, I mean, no, uh, no. remember Bobby Roode was a was a heel in NXT, and he turned up as a babyface. Do White meat baby when, face uh, now. Do you remember when Finn Balor wasn't worthless and actually did stuff on NXT? <laughs> there was lots of people who were very good on NXT <laughs> and have been handled <laughs> badly true. ever since. But, there was um, a tag team called The Revival, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been all sorts. We could be here all night talking about that. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to to the debut of uh, Asuka. Um, interesting to see how quite how the presenter. Hopefully they don't try and get her to do too much in the way of promo work because obviously she's she struggles with that. Keep more of a mistake, I think, should be the way to go with her. Don't silent have her talk as- too much. Silent assassin. Yeah, uh, and and that bit of heelish edge to her, you know, mm. where she starts, you know, screaming in Japanese. Uh, that's you know that that just adds something to her character. It really does, uh, and. The, it, it, like you say, it's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to this see is, quite how they present her. Yeah, this is the first time a female um, star's really had this sort of build from NXT. I mean, obviously, Char- obviously the way they brought in um, Charlotte, Becky, and 
uh, Sasha. Yeah, kind of, Yeah, it was really crap. So, I mean, this is the first time we've really seen a uh, a female superstar get a proper big build rather than just coming mm. in the draft, coming in a, a stupid women's revolution promo. Um, so, yeah, this should be interesting. Obviously, the streak's still there, which is the the uh, I keep saying limit, limitless potential. But, yeah, again, this, this is... If done right, this should be one of the biggest moments in women's um, wrestling history. Whoever breaks that is a it, it's Undertaker levels, isn't it? It's Goldberg levels. Mm, it, it's certainly going to be it, well, yeah. It should be, but yeah, the, that's, that's the problem. Isn't it, it should be yes, <clears throat> but the main roster on the main roster they love parity booking, so don't be surprised if she loses. You know, she. So if you beat someone, you have to pay them back with a with a with a loss the following week. So don't be surprised if we see you know the ridiculous parody booking. But hopefully, yeah. If they if they break the streak early, they are mental. They they should look at what they did at NXT. Get the get the when they do get the title on her. If they're sensible, give it give it a few months, build towards that. Get the title on her unbeaten and keep it on her for a year and that and then her losing the title would be a wrestlemania yeah. moment not the wrestlemania coming up the one after that's Ooh, what you that's do a big show yeah exactly that's I mean, what you do what, that's how you do yeah, things yeah. you know what i mean you build up to it i mean the perfect, make the most of it the perfect way to do it for me would be she steamrolls emma um i mean it's not really damage done to Emma because it is Asuka. She's got this mistake behind her. Then she shows what she can do properly in the ring with Sasha Banks. Maybe get pushed a bit more. Then come up, come out with this heelish character, as you said. I mean that that was kind of towards the end of NXT, but it was it was more intriguing. And then she can uh, beat Alexa Bliss, and as you say, have a long title title run. Draft comes along next year. After WrestleMania, Charlotte goes to Raw, puts someone back on SmackDown, and then there's your natural feud of Charlotte versus Oscar to eventually break the streak. Uh, hopefully, as a WrestleMania, I mean, <clears throat> if done right, that could possibly main event WrestleMania if it, if it's not too big. But I mean, we'll probably never see it. But it's a it's a WrestleMania main event worthy um, yeah, event it, if it's done right. Again, if it's done right, then that's the thing. You know, have a don't rush through through everybody, but make sure you know, she stays strong, stays unbeaten, and like you say, you know, then then find the right opponent, build towards it, and you've got yourself a WrestleMania moment. So e- even if it's uh, it the sense. last that won uh, uh, the Mae Young Classic, yeah, it's a potential. I mean, for, I actually suspect it, it kind of thing where you'd build towards it. It's Bailey, you know. That's the ultimate one, isn't it? The underdog, but I mean, yeah, the way they've done Bailey's been horrendous. Well, this this is the thing, isn't it? Again, another example of NXT. I mean, we keep talent. saying this, but they are going to screw up because which one, which other than Alexa Bliss and possibly Carmella, who haven't they screwed up at a time? Well, yeah, unfortunately, it's they don't seem to want to replicate some of the things that happen in NXT. So, for for their own reasons, I don't know. They, at some point, they must realise they're all part of the same company. You know, it's true. Don't you don't need to reinvent the wheel? Just, okay, just give Triple H control of the women's yeah. division for now. It'll it'll do. Yep. It'll be bigger for Vince if he does that. Right over to the cruiserweight division, uh, or what's okay. left of it? <laughs> yeah, 
Brian Kendrick, Jack Gallagher, I didn't even know he turned heel, versus oh God, Cedric is that, Alexander. Is that on actual pay-per-view? Uh, yeah, versus Cedric Alexander and Rich oh. One. Now, this obviously will be the the break in between um, whatever match goes on and then... The Shield, yeah. The, yeah, The Shield. This will be the break of match to bring the crowd down. The piss break. Yes. <clears throat> um... Even when it's not live, <laughs> still a piss I, break. <laughs> it, I just, you know what, I, I find it a shame because, I mean, we talked about this last week, you know, Cedric Alexander, huge talent, I mean, really huge, phenomenal talent. I mean, remember Jack, Jack Gallagher, Gallagher was, was another one. Yeah, yeah Jack his... Gallagher was really over with the crowd. They loved him. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's terrible, isn't it? Like, it's a real shame. As I said, well, as my reaction showed, I couldn't believe they actually were getting a pay-per-view spot when there's a... Is there a title match? Is it is it just Enzo versus um Yeah, well that's the other one. Enzo thingy. Enzo versus Kalisto. Just one on one. and this is Kalisto, the uh, cruiserweight champion, who oh, said yeah. on Raw, uh, when I when I beat you at uh, TLC, I will walk out the new champion. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. You've got the title belt on your shoulder, mate. You're already the champion. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I hate at first I didn't like Enzo being champion but they've put it on Kalisto who's just a damp squib isn't he yeah I think that they've literally they've it, it was the way of getting out of that um, that clause that you know that storyline that they obviously threw together at I the last minute I would have well I, I'm sure Paul. we'll get that but yeah so do you think that the title's going back on Enzo Um. I kind of hope so. Obviously, they've put this um, little stable behind him, or give him some security. But yeah, yeah just, I, I just back on that tag team match. No, I just uh, I don't really yeah. care about that tag team match. But yeah, the title the title match. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think they kind of need it on Enzo at the moment because they've lost Neville, who was actually a star, and they've got no one else. No one gives a crap about Kalisto, do they? And they're seeming, I think they're going I think they're trying to build up Mustafa Ali, and I think that's the natural way to do it, is have Enzo the champion and build up, build up Mustafa Ali, because he's, he's kind of the one, I think it's more through social media more than anything, because I think he interacts and all that. I think they'll be trying to build him up against Enzo, and, uh, that might be a Survivor Series moment for, uh, Mustafa you Ali. Men- yeah, you mentioned the, the, the little stable that, he, that Enzo suddenly acquired. I mean, what was that all about? That just come from nowhere. <laughs> no, no, no sort of, no explanation, no, not, it was just like, what? I have explained it, it on just two or bizarre. five live, I just haven't watched it. But that wasn't, I don't know, the, even if it's, if it's not via a promo, there's got to be something that, that, that makes it logical because it's two weeks ago, they were all doing the finishing moves on him. Yeah. It's, it's just a, it's stupid booking what? for a stupid division, isn't it? But I can see where they're going to go with this. Obviously, they're going to say Enzo's came in, give us a main event spot, give us uh, well two main event spots, and then we <clears throat> we want to ride on his coattails for a, for a little bit, get make well, our make our fame. But I mean, well, didn't... why not then before before that segment? Why not backstage? Or, you know, backstage him saying something about that. You know, the, the, mm. all them, the, all them guys, they were doing that to me. But look, you know, I got the belt. Look what's happened. Last two, or three even, weeks or even, more, even after we've been the, main even event. after the attack. So, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that we, I've got you all, I, yeah, I brought them all exposure. 
you know, I brought them all in the they're in the main events on Raw, they're more relevant, everything like that. A little bit of, you know, a little seed there before you do it. It just like, oh my god, it's it's just it's storytelling. And that's what wrestling is supposed to be. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's well, the Neville um saga's not helping the division when He's the only one. He's been carrying the division for so long, and now he's the, leaving. And then yeah, like the, everyone else is just a bit. Oh, the God, crowd were cheering for him as well, weren't they? They were chanting, "We want Neville! We want mm. Neville! We want Neville!" <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, this. I mean, that's gone pretty quiet. So yeah, I think he's definitely going to be going. Well, let, let's let's hope it's, it's, it's something. Back, I mean, it was an all right couple of weeks having the main event raw but it, it, it's back to normal now isn't it couldn't give, mm. a, couldn't give a crap I mean yeah. I was more interested when Jack Gallagher was uh, challenging because I, I knew that would be quite funny at least whereas this it's I don't like Enzo that much I mean obviously he's turned into heel now so he's doing his job but I didn't like him anyway because he was annoying um, I don't like Kalisto Mustafa Ali I can appreciate the talent and stuff, but he's not, he's not really had an impact yet, so still got to build him a bit more. And his little posse, to, to just for the people who I don't really give a crap. <laughs> I can't even remember who was in it. I mean, was it Drew No, it's Tony Neitz, Drew Gulak. Um, um, I hope they haven't put Jack Gallagher with him. I can't remember, but I it's just it. like, it's it's that whole thing. There's so many people where it's the, the, they're almost like, you know, wrestling computer game create a wrestler <laughs> sort of look and and characters. <laughs> There's just no. That's the thing. Like you, you mentioned, Mustafa Ali, fantastic talent. You know, brilliant. Some of his moves in the ring, absolutely superb. But there's no natural charisma there yet. Uh, so you're not really had a chance to be fair. No, there's just that that you know that natural sort of charisma collecting with the crowd. It, it's not quite there. Whereas someone like Cedric Alexander does seem to have that, but I think it's putting them in the in the right with the right audience in the right in the right place, the right time, the right storylines, everything, and and they've not had that, so it, it the whole thing just needs a rethink. But we've done oh, we've done that one to death, haven't we? Um, moving on then to uh, God, I'm not sure how quite how to describe this one. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt in drag. I mean, <laughs> Sister Abigail it is. I, I said to you that Monty Python were more convincing when they dressed up as women. That this was just cringe. It just made me cringe. And whoever it's, it's, it's going to be a pumpkin versus a widow, isn't it? Uh, it's whoever what it looks like. Whoever wrote that script for Finn Balor and made him go out there. And say them words. It just fire them. I wasn't, that was I, I awful. wasn't listening at all. I wasn't listening. Awful. Then you just popped up on my screen with an orange face. I was like, mate, you're not in the Geordie show. <laughs> Get off my screen. Yeah, um, that for stuff what, like that. Oh, no, we all know the match is probably going to be a bit. Well, it might you. It might be an improvement on what we've seen, but ultimately, it's going to be Dolph Ziggler versus Bobby Roode. It could be as it could be the best match ever, and nobody's going to give one toss either. Nobody gives a toss. It's, uh, it's uh, just a shame, really. Unless this Sister Abigail thing is is uh, a new beginning for uh, Bray Wyatt. But how many times? Was well, he we... joining the women's division? 
could do with it. I could do with the numbers. <laughs> oh, we can, he, <laughs> he, could back, Ni- he could replace Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember uh, <laughs> Santino Morella? Oh, <laughs> Jesus he, Christ. Do you remember when Eagle had dressed up as a woman and competed for the Divas title? Oh, dear me. <laughs> Is that the future for Bray Wyatt? <laughs> Sister Abigail? God. Oh, yeah. I There's mean... your WrestleMania moment. Sister Abigail versus Asuka. Jesus. I mean, I am, I am a little intrigued just to see how they present it, but ultimately I do know this is just going, this is just going to, like, I don't know, dig a second grave for Bray Wyatt's career. Oh, it's going to suck balls. That's what it's going to it do. Is. It's awful. It and and really it is. needs to finish, like, it needed to finish about six weeks ago. It's it's just not working. It, you're doing you, so much you damage are to Finn Balor. going to end up with these two in a tag team or something. <laughs> God. Sister Abigail. Yeah. Monster. Uh, this, this surely, though, has to be the end of it now. That, that This surely has to end it. And they have to move on. Do what they? If, what if Sister Abigail wins? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who wins or loses. Just finish it, yeah. Yeah, finish it. <clears throat> whatever, yeah, whatever happens, finish it. Move Bray, move uh, Finn Balor on. Let him do something meaningful because he's been wasted and it's, it's a crying shame. I kind of want to see him in the tag team now. It'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So that just leaves us with the uh, the Shield reunion, and we had on Raw. Um, you know, I said to you, you know, go home shows that they've become so sterile, so boring and dull. They're effectively like two or three hour, you know, video packages just promoting the event. When we also get you know an hour and whatever of video packages. But as much as I was like, what the hell? At least the end of Raw with with the uh, return of Kane. At least it was something interesting, something different. But I'm I'm just a bit perplexed as to how Kane suddenly appears and what's Kane got to do with the Shield reuniting. Uh, can you enlighten me, please? Because I'm I'm in the dark. Um, I think the best theory is. Is uh, what Nathan said in uh, in our WhatsApp group is that the Samoa Joe wasn't fit in time. <laughs> um, it's the only explanation. I mean, I think. Well, the other explanation is I think they're trying to get all the classic big men to uh, seemingly work with Braun Strowman in some way. I mean, obviously had the uh, feud with uh, Big Show, and uh, maybe they're trying to lead up to something with Kane. Versus Braun Strowman, just a, I don't know, just a Legends thing. Maybe get him on, well, he's already massively over, but I think it's a more of respect thing, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really random. As, as Kane's biggest fan, I, I, I particularly loved it, but it didn't really make sense, but I'm kind of happy for it. I, I don't think he'll be invo- involved a hell of a lot. Um, obviously, he's been... Uh, I don't know what town it is in, in, I think it's in Tennessee, but he's running for mayor or something, or governor, I can't remember. Um, so he should, it should, it, 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 I think it was just good television more than anything. And I think the most natural thing is for Strowman versus Kane in some, in some way, just to have a, have a classic. 
big man feud. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess the, the crowd got a kick out of seeing the Shields come into the ring, all three of them, you know, mm. dressed in their all gear, coming down like they used to. Perhaps that really should have been saved for the pay-per-view, you know. Especially <laughs> but, the entrance music. Yeah, but... <sighs> But the thing is, you know, the Shield, there they are. There's three of them. They're the baby faces. They're the ones who are in jeopardy. They're outnumbered. Four versus three against The Miz, against Cesaro and Sheamus, who are a fantastic tag team, who are big, strong, physical, against Braun Strowman as well, you know, who's been destroying people. That already is, you know, them outnumbered. The odds are against them. So that's a classic, you know, the baby faces are outnumbered. The odds are against them. They have to overcome the odds, you know, and everyone should get behind them to add another one. But a guy from nowhere, it just seems, it does seem rather bizarre. It's the only logical thing can be that, like you've said there, it's must, it's that it somehow ends with Strowman and Kane moving off together. And that's a short program for, for Strowman to again look strong, beating another big guy. After, you know, kind of repairing the damage after he looked rather weak being beaten by uh, one F5 in a 10 minute match versus uh, Brock Lesnar. But yeah, it's, this is a thing like, you know, he's getting over. But in the eyes of the fans, he's already a baby face. They're already cheering him. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just I, I'm looking for I'm kind of looking forward to the match. I guess I'm still like, you know, the crowd's getting a bit of a kick out of seeing the shield back together. But in terms of a build for a pay-per-view and for a main event, it's it is lackluster. It's like, there's that word again. Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be a good match. I mean I don't think the Shield in a in a big tag team match have ever put on a bad one, really. Actually, no. Do you remember them versus um, I think it was Kane and Road Dog and Billy Gunn? I think it was WrestleMania. It was terrible. <laughs> um, I think it was their first WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, they've, since then, they've not had a big um, bad match. And obviously, they've all gone on to have um, successful singles careers. <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, but it is going to be good. And I think that's mainly because we know Cesaro and Sheamus um, and uh, the tag team ta- champions, them two, uh, uh, they're just going to put on so many mental spots, really. And uh, having Kane and, Kane and Miz in there, I mean, and, and Strowman, um, it's just weird. We've seen Strowman and Reigns have probably one of the best feuds of this year. Um, just one, it, just one, th- one thing on it as well, actually. It's a TLC match. Now, the thing with the TLC match always was that it was it basically just a brutal version of a ladder match. Mm, you know, to, to win to to win, you climb the ladder and you got you got something. You know, so it was always it was you know, th- that's how it started out, wasn't it? It was all mm. the tag team titles. There's that iconic thing, you know, they climb the ladder and they've got there's Edge and Chrissy in there with, with the, the tag team titles. Now there doesn't at this at this stage unless they announce it on the night there's nothing for them to climb for so what's the point in it being a TLC match other than it's just it's gimmick because it's a TLC event can they on the night announce say the tag team titles and the intercontinental title they're all hanging from there so 
you know what I mean? And that's maybe a way of, of, of peeling Braun off from it is, you know, if the Shield win, then, then, um, obviously that there's Ambrose and Rollins keep the tag titles, but Reigns also gets the IC title and you flip it to the other way is, it would be Cesaro and, Cesaro and Sheamus that gain by getting the tag team title. So what's mm. Braun Strowman got to, to gain from that? I mean, that's, is that again, is that a potential way of throwing something in there as a ways to make it a little bit more interesting? Possibly, but I don't, I don't think that would work just because the numbers don't add up. Um, well, that's, un- that's the whole thing. Kane, isn't it, yeah? Unless Kane and Strowman become half of the, half of the tag team, mm. <laughs> uh, just a big faction. Um, but no, I don't. I don't think they'll add it. I think they'll just keep it to a pinfall. Um, yeah. So, so why have it sense. as a TLC match? And no, that's the thing, it isn't it? Really but, makes sense, does it? Yeah, it's like a ladder match, but you're not actually, you know, going for anything. <clears throat> Basically, TLC seemingly just turned into one of those. Do you know where street fight? No disqualification. A hardcore match. Hardcore match. They're all yeah. just the same thing, but they just sound. <laughs> some of them just sound fancier. And the TLC yeah. matches just kind of turned into that, and it's uh, it's been well, as you said, the first one was. Uh, SummerSlam and WrestleMania has obviously been watered down massively um, since then. And, uh, yeah, I think what we'll probably end up seeing is um, the five guys will probably dominate most of the match. Then there'll be a bit of a bit of a, uh, a comeback. Then we'll probably end up seeing Strowman and Kane falling out and then probably them having a, a brawl that leads them out of the match, then kind of evens things up or something. That that probably makes more sense to me because if it obviously it's not going to have tags in, so it's just going to be five guys outnumbering them all. So basically, mm. you've always got two spare people just beating the crap out of people. So it doesn't really make much sense. No, well that's it. That's it. It doesn't make it doesn't make an awful lot of sense. And I think what you Especially suggested there, yeah, Strowman. yeah, Best something because he could yeah. beat up all three of them probably. That, that's well, that's the whole thing, is it? Is what we're going to get is a peel off somewhere of Strowman and Kane fighting, and then we're down to three v three, and 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 there's no, I mean, obviously, the Shield reunion. There's nothing else but the Shield ending the show. You know, the first time in how long that Roman Reigns is going to end a pay per view to cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest victory, isn't it, Vince? Um... It was all worth it for that moment. True. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, uh, hopes high for this one or not? Or are you just kind of thinking, oh, it's going to be a bit of a shit fest and I'm going to skip through most of the matches? Um, it'll be terrible. Won't it? I mean, there's not, there's only one match that really intrigues me. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Asuka's presented, but we all know she's going to wait well. God, could you imagine? Uh, we all, we all. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't um, go there. We all think Asuka's going to win, or 90% sure Asuka's going to win. Um, but it'll just be weird how they change her presentation from it. And and the Shield match, so yeah, my expectations are probably that of uh, the Punjabi prison night. So it's probably rock bottom down there, and we don't have a, ta- we don't have a tag team match to save the day this time. Mm, nah. Yeah, I, I've got to say, look, I, I'm not there's the yeah like you said there's a couple of matches in there a couple of bits to look forward to but on the whole yeah hopes are not high expectations are are not right up there so i, I suppose 
I can't be disappointed, really, can I? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, we should get at least one good match. I don't, this time it won't be on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, would, I think we're almost assured of that, but anyway. Hey, well, there you go, folks. Um, TLC. Uh, I bet you can't wait to tune in. It's well worth your nine ninety nine a month for that, anyway. Uh, as you can tell by our enthusiasm. And uh, we will be back next week to uh, to go over it and any talking points or anything else that comes up. I, I, I believe we'll be back next week, won't we? Yeah, we'll be on our review show, which may be probably the shortest one. Unless something happens on TV. Uh, but the way SmackDown's um, happening, obviously Shane McMahon's back. So, yeah, I mean, we might do a quick review and then talk about the fallout from SmackDown, which might be more interesting. Yeah, it certainly could be. But that wraps up this uh, edition of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the Anfield Index podcast channel. Uh, don't forget, you can always keep in touch with us here at PW underscore index is our Twitter handle. Uh, and as always... I want to say thanks to Guy for, for joining me here tonight and we want to say thank you to all you lovely listeners out there for hitting that download button and listening into us to chat shit about wrestling week after week after week and endlessly mourn about the stuff as well. And more, um, more may be back. We'll and just yeah, there we go. More might even be back next week. Uh, but until then, anyway, from me, Andy Wales, and from Guy Drinkle, it's bye-bye now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm -hmm. 